You're listening to the Arrowhead Live Podcast Network. Thank you, Kansas City. We did it, baby. What up, Chiefs fans? Welcome into another edition of the Kingdom Rewind. I am your host, Sean Dixon. Alongside, as always, is my buddies Chad and Steve. Uh, hey, we are we are sh- we are short uh, one again as. Uh, Officer James Nelson is at uh, still at the academy, so we wish him all all the best. Hope he flunks. Hey, speaking of <laughs> speaking of the police, did you know, like in the area, like I don't, I know you guys don't hear much about our news back home anymore, but there's been police cars in the area that have been having their tires stolen, like broad daylight. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, at, at least it is here in Park City, and they're pursuing all leads tirelessly but they're still trying to figure out who's doing it right off the bat i can't even get to the intro you're gonna you're screw up the whole damn show uh thank, thank you guys for listening to kingdom rewind we are out yeah, yeah, hey i'm out. just trying to get to those listeners that always turn us off by the time it gets to the end and they don't get their dad joke in so and you're welcome <laughs> yeah. listeners yeah yeah <laughs> all of you that just turned off your you know spotify or whatever <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, this is the Kingdom Rewind, and uh, on today's show, we are going to uh, go into our second set of the AFL series uh, that we started, uh, you know, last episode. Uh, and after that, we're going to give a brief breakdown of the games around the AFC West, and then we're going to preview uh, Week One: Chiefs and Browns. The season's here, so uh, you know, lot, lots to do today, lots to get to. Uh, but first, Chad, why don't you give us uh, your douchebag of the week? Glad to. This week, I'm talking about the first round pick, six overall draft pick from for the Cleveland Browns in 2013. A linebacker out of LSU, Barkey V.S. Mingo, played three seasons with the Browns, total of eight seasons in the NFL, racking up 255 tackles, 12.5 sacks, one interception, and even has a Super Bowl ring when he went to New England. Um Unfortunately, on July 8th, he was arrested because multiple surf- or sources accused him of having sex crimes against a child. If found guilty, he's facing 20 years in prison. And this is why Mingo is your douchebag of the week. Unless he's found not guilty, then um, scratch this and you know he's, then he's innocent. But so far, he's a douchebag of the week. Back to you, Sean. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, good, good. I, I like how we can start the Chiefs Browns episode off with a, a former Brown that might be going to jail for being a chomo. <laughs> that's that's super deal. Yeah, that Super Bowl we, ring will do much. Off with a bag. Yeah, did you read? Bowl. Did you read the charge? In, no. In, being accused of indecency with a child, allegedly tugged at a teenage boy's underwear and tried to initiate sex while in a hotel room. Wow, you looked Brutal. that up That's real what... quick. <laughs> okay, Google. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Google, Google, not pulling any punches. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully cow, hopefully yeah, Justice yeah. Gibson will do us right and put him away in that Super Bowl ring. Maybe he'll keister it into the prison. Yeah. I blame the Patriots. I don't blame the Browns. Uh <laughs> <laughs> 
good deal. Well, so oh, uh, thank you, Chad. I, I got to stop reading this story because it's getting real weird. Yeah, stop reading it. He do. took him to Six Flags before and took him out to dinner. Anyway, a, let's move on. A, I'm, I'm, a, I'm getting off of that. It's a modern day Michael Jackson. That's it. Yeah, but Mingo didn't have his own. He had to take him to a public one. Yeah, he lame. Can't, he can't bankroll him. <laughs> lame. All right, we got moving on. Uh, this is an NFL show, so uh, I, I do uh, I do have a uh, a few uh, NFL facts to give you guys. These are some uh, uh, all about all about the month of September. Uh, the uh, the the leader with most consecutive pass passing touchdowns without an interception for a full calendar month is Kansas City's own Patrick Mahomes with 32 in the month of September through 2008 and 2020. Peyton Manning in 2012 and 2014, and Tom Brady from October 2007 to uh, to 2009. So awesome. Uh, Another fun Mahomes stat is in the month of September, Mahomes is 10-0 with 3,304 passing yards and a passer rating of 124.4. The Chiefs, meanwhile, haven't lost a season opener in two, since 2014. They started the season 5-0, 5-0, 4-0, and 4-0 in the past four years, dating back all the way to the Alex Smith era. So uh, leading up to Chiefs-Browns, we'd like to throw in some stats about how hard it is to beat the Kansas City Chiefs in the month of September and in the season opener. So I would like to take a moment to thank Andy Reid. For coming yes, to Kansas thank City. You. Yeah, yes, I, that I was, was all Andy say Reed. the and same Mahomes. thing. Andy <laughs> Reid rarely loses off of a bye or opening games. Even with the Eagles, if you look up the stats of the Eagles, I think they won majority of their opening games because Andy Reid was prepared. Absolutely. You know, he gets he gets seven months. He gets seven months to lock into this game, and that's all he does. You know, other other coaches go off and, you know, who knows what they're doing, you know, with their offseason. Andy Reid is preparing for week one. And one more so, thing about uh, Andy Reid. You know, hopefully. One more thing. Unfortunately, his stats coming off like a couple week break going to like the Super Bowl, he has a lot more loses than he does wins. And hopefully <laughs> yeah. we can change that around. I'm not talking That's about true. just Kansas City uh, with the Eagles too. Yeah, he did lose lose against the Eagles, so hopefully we can write that chip this year. But uh, like I said in the beginning of the show, uh, we were going to do our second series on the uh, history of the AFL, uh, how it all began for the Chiefs. Uh, where we last left off, we were, you know, Lamar Hunt was this, you know, rich, rich guy from this uh, son of a former oil tycoon and had all this money and wanted to buy an NFL club. Uh, the NFL said that they weren't taking any new uh, – new teams or anything like that. So he started to form his old, his, uh, his own league. And, uh, you know, where, where we last left off, the NFL was trying to put an end to this league because it was competition. And they, uh, they brought They actually did bring in expansion teams. One of them in Dallas where Lamar Hunt's, uh, Texans was playing. The NFL brought in the Cowboys to compete with them. So, uh, that was kind of, uh, that was kind of how the NFL was out to demolish the AFL before it even got started. Uh, but the AFL, in, a, in an effort to distinguish themselves from the NFL, they added several new innovations to the game of football, one of which being uh, having the last name on players' jerseys. That wasn't a thing in the NFL uh, before the AFL got started. And uh, the two-point conversion, that is something that we can thank the AFL for. 
uh, bringing. So uh, cool. That's a cool little deal. But uh, they started the AFL began their their games in the fall of 1960, and the uh, you know Lamar Hunt's Dallas Texans they started that first season with a loss to the Chargers by one point. You know it's kind of a rough rough stat for the franchise history to start out losing to the Chargers, but they bounced back and beat the Raiders the following week. But uh, uh, all things said and done, that first week, even though they had a strong running game led behind Abner Haynes, who was actually the first real star of the AFL. Uh, the Chiefs or the <laughs> the Texans would ultimately finish the season eight and six. Uh, the Houston Oilers would win the first ever AFL championship that year, beating the Chargers twenty four to sixteen. Uh, you know the the Texans the next year actually it had a worse season at six and eight, and uh, it wasn't until the sixty two season when the when the Texans brought in quarterback Lynn Dawson to take over the team. Uh, Dawson, along with Haynes and a rebuilt defense from the year before, uh, the Texans won their first AFL championship in in uh, in '62, beating Houston in double overtime, twenty to seventeen. But despite the championship and everything going great for you know Lamar Hunt, Hank Stram, Lynn Dawson, all those guys, uh, the financially they just were not able to keep up with the NFL's Cowboys. The the city of Dallas at the time was not big enough to support two football teams. So uh, Lamar Hunt made the tough decision to move his team to Kansas City in the spring of 1963. Uh, You know, they, they, funny story, Lamar Hunt wanted to keep the name the Texans. He wanted them to be the Kansas City Texans because, you know, it worked for the NBA organization, the Lakers, moving from Minneapolis to Los Angeles. They still kept it the Lakers. There's no lakes in California. <laughs> but, but you know, the Minneapolis Lakers were named after the Great Lakes, and they still kept that, kept that name. So, um, you know, but after, you know, so, uh, the general manager at the time, Jack Stedman, you know, reached out to Lamar and said, Hey, that's just, you can't have your team name as the Texans and still, and not be in Texas. So they reached out actually to the Kansas City Star and the Kansas City Star, the newspaper there in Kansas City, uh, ran a poll of what the team name should be. And there were a lot of them on the list. The Royals were actually on the list. Uh, there were a lot of different ones. Uh, I don't have them all listed, but the Chiefs was one of them. And uh, Lamar Hunt actually liked the Chiefs because one of the guys that was detrimental in bringing this football organization to Kansas City was the mayor at the time, uh, Roe Big Chief Bartle. And so he liked the name Chiefs because it was kind of after him. And, uh, you know, which you know, nowadays could be a controversial topic on how that name originated or why we're called the Chiefs. But uh, the, the, that's how it all, it all ended up. And, and uh, you know, in 1963, they were able to start their uh, first season as the Kansas City Chiefs of the AFL. And that's where we will end this, uh, second, second series, second session of the AFL series. But guys, what, what do you, what do you think about move, how, how it's impacted you as a fan moving this club from Texas to Kansas city? Thank you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of funny because I was sitting there thinking about it. If they stayed in Dallas and there were Dallas Texans, and excuse me, sorry, I sneezed. Um, if they stayed in Texas, I, I'm wondering if, um, like, who, what NFL team I'd be going for right now? You know, like, who would I be rooting for? Kansas City was the closest one to the home, and that was what's aired. So 
that's who I root for. I just I just don't even know who I'd be rooting for if they didn't move. So thanks for the move. And it's crazy to think that we're the Kansas City Chief after the mayor. Oh, mind blown. Didn't know that. <laughs> so speaking of of Mayor Big Chief there, uh, how do you realize you said that he was a detri- he was detrimental in bringing the franchise? Did I, did I use uh, horrible English on that? You did because you know what detrimental means. What does that mean? It means tending to cause harm. It's a bad thing. So maybe you know, I, mi- I minored maybe in instrumental. <laughs> maybe instrumental. instrumental. Oh, that's what I meant. Maybe. That's what I meant. Oh. Yeah. So I just wanted to clear that up because people were probably like, "What? Then why did we name it after I'm, him?" I'm not the one that's supposed to get his balls busted for speech impediments. That's Chad. Nope. That was a little bit of more <laughs> <Sorry>. mumbling. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have a bullet. <laughs> I've had one. Now that's funny. But no, yeah, besides you. that, thank you. My my thoughts are: I'm glad that it's you know it worked out the way it did, and I'm glad that Big Chief was not a detriment to bringing him. <laughs> bringing You're them a dick, to, Steve. To... <laughs> you know what's really funny about that? No. I had what's no idea. I I didn't know what the words meant, so like, it sounded fine to me. <laughs> <laughs> me too me too i thought i sounded smart <laughs> and now we the did. listeners don't think i am yeah you did. this is a weekly, weekly grammar lesson <laughs> yeah. wow so uh but yeah steve steve real quick back to you yeah if they would have stayed in dallas do you think you'd be a texans fan to be honest like i, I we've kind of gone over our past on the show before and how we kind of became cheese fans honestly if my dad was if he was rooting for them and they were in Dallas, more than likely I would be a fan. So yeah, yeah. That's just kind of how Probably. I was grandfathered into that. Correct. Yeah. No, good point. Good, good point. And, and then that could that could go the same for me. You know, I was I became a Chiefs fan because my dad watched the Chiefs and and we watched it together. So if he was watching the Texans, maybe who knows? I don't know. Uh, but uh, but I'm glad they moved to Kansas City. They they found a good home there. It's a shorter drive for me. And, uh, you know, and uh, that'll do it. We'll, we'll pick it up. We'll pick it up next episode with, uh, with uh, the third section of this series and uh, we'll go from there. But uh, Chad, I I think you had a game for us, don't you? You know, unfortunately um, during my um, green room session, uh, listeners that listen to the show said, do not play the, do not play the game anymore. So they said the game was horrible and we ended off with Sean having five and um, Steve having five. So it was tied. But unfortunately I played the game with Jimmy the other day and he went 10 for 10. So Jimmy is the winner of this game. What a weird turn. (laughs) That is a weird turn. Good job, Jimmy. Congratulations, Jimmy. He probably doesn't even know this is happening. No, yeah, he does. He does Gingers unite. Oh, Gingers okay. stick together. <laughs> I should have known better. Yeah. <laughs> they were probably all defensive questions because who gives a shit about that? <laughs> they were the same questions. He just got all 10 of them right. Oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> it's not my fault. Moving I only, on. No, <laughs> my fault. I only asked you guys five each. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me and Steve had to share. Uh, <laughs> all right. Like I so, show uh, your mom. Now we're gonna... like I had to. Dang <laughs> it! Well, shot, yeah. Both, all right. Both of them. 
Nice. Good job. Okay, so uh, now we're going to go around the games that are being played in this week. It's it's week one, by the way. Congratulations, guys. Yay, yes, we, we did, did it. it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we, it's not, every, everybody, every team, every team's fans are saying they're going to the Super Bowl and because it's week one. But you know, uh, I will not say that with, again. You know why? <laughs> because in 2020, why? when we were at the draft party in Tennessee, I yelled, Kansas City's going to win the Super Bowl. This guy turned around and looked at me and goes, if Chiefs win the Super Bowl, the world's going to go to shit. Well, we won the Super Bowl. I guess it was 2019, that draft party, that season. Well, we won the Super yeah. Bowl and the world went yeah. to shit. I'll take We're, it, though. Yeah. yeah, I'll take it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I apologize to anyone who's lost anyone to COVID. I'm really not trying to be like that right now, but we won the damn Super Bowl, so. We did. We won it. I'll take COVID and AIDS. Let's do it again. Oh, you're, whoa. <laughs> Get that on, like, we got that on tape. Yeah. Somebody get this man some AIDS. <laughs> He's already had the COVID. Can you just get get someone some AIDS? Uh, I'm sure <laughs> like we can find a, a like, way. Like, you know how it spread, right? Natty Light, that's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it spread. I didn't take history class. Then we're, we're or, or I didn't, history. Or <laughs> health. Health. I'm a health. <laughs> yeah, well, well just, history too. We'll just stop it there. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't want to get into bodily fluid transmissions we were, and things like that. We so. were, we've discussed pedophilia. We've discussed AIDS. <laughs> we're just on a roll. <laughs> it's going good, but 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 speaking of pedophilia and AIDS, the Chargers are playing this week, and <laughs> they're taking on the Washington Football Team. Anybody's thoughts on that game going on this week? Well, I think I it'll be interesting brought... to see all Herbie get going to see if if last year was a fluke or not. See how if he's got the sophomore slump or if he's going to continue to play at a high level. So I, I'm curious to see how that one turns out. Just because you know you'd always like to start off winning or leading your division in week one. So I'm all for them losing. Every week, so yeah, same. Well Chad? said, well said, Steve. I was br- gonna go on the same route, except for I was gonna say I don't know why we brought up AIDS and Chargers because you know, you know, Herbie has the herpes. He's got the herpes. I, I said that <laughs> the last podcast. Um, but that's just honestly, a gateway disease. Thank you, Honestly, I don't see a Chargers loss right now. So I have a feeling Chargers are going to win their opening. But it, I, like you said, Steve, it's going to be curious to see if if is if Mister Herpes um, is a fluke or not. So, but I think Chargers will end yeah. up winning that game. Yeah, I think I think Chargers should be the favorite. It's hard, you know. I felt like Washington won every game without a quarterback. But I will say this: Chase Young is the only person on the defensive side of the ball that I think makes as much impact as a quarterback on the offensive side of the ball. And if he can get back there and fluster him, give him a pass rush that he's never seen before in his first year in the NFL, uh, maybe it has him, you know, make some bad passes. The defense can take over. That'd be that'd be an interesting matchup. One Jeff. more thing. One more thing um, is um, Ryan Fitch, um, whatever Fitch Magic, going to start or because I, <laughs> I mean, that could I be. Be, I believe so. I believe. Yeah. Maybe yeah, this is going to be finally his team. Maybe this is going to be his team. It just depends on which one you get, you know. 
Yeah, you know, magic or tragic. He's, he's had such a weird, yeah, he's had such oh, a weird career. But you, I like that. <laughs> magic or tragic. I did not come Poetic. up with that. I heard it. I heard oh, okay. it on some. I heard it somewhere else. But you should have just, you should just wrote it, man. We were we were excited. No, no, <laughs> no that that's interesting to see how he'll play. Um, you know, I'd love for him to have some uh, Fitz magic in that game. Also, uh, moving yeah. on, the Beard's Broncos. Beard, though, are... I respect him. Fear the beard. Anyway, it, it does have a it does fist have bump. a beautiful you can't beard. Can't sleep on fist bumping. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, the Broncos are at the Giants. Uh, any thoughts on the uh, Denver Donkeys? Obviously, I hope they lose. Um, <laughs> I think for me, I'm I'm curious to see how much of the preseason actually rolls into the regular season with them, since they really had a really pretty decent preseason. Which mm-hmm. we know, we all know, it's just preseason, but they were putting up some pretty decent points on all sides of the ball. So I'm kind of hoping that that was a fluke. And um, a lot of people are saying that the the Giants could be um, winning their division this year. Well, that's because their division's garbage. So with that being said, Broncos getting a garbage team to start out right off the bat kind of sucks, but I, it'd be kind of funny if the Giants won. So go Giants. Yeah, go Giants. Um, yeah, so- I agree with you, Steve, because if it seems like both the Chargers and the Broncos gets kind of a garbage team to start, and like that's kind of messed up because honestly, I don't see Giants winning. I th- see Broncos are going to go win this one. I hope not, but we'll see what happens. Got a healthy Saquon Barkley. And that's all I'll say. Uh, you know, that's uh, you know he's one of the one of the best backs in the league. Um, uh, <clears throat> Daniel Jones can can make some throws. They've got some weapons with uh, with uh, you know Sterling Shep- Sterling Shepard's one of those guys that can make some plays. Uh, they, they've got they've got the weapons. They're 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 an up and coming team. Um, and a side note, we play those shitty teams too. So congratulations, we're in. We get to play the NFC East this year. Um, Yay! Yes. But, but we also get to see the Broncos, Chargers, and Raiders play those teams. But, uh, you know, and it's also you got to see how the Broncos look with Teddy Bridgewater. That was the only real quarterback controversy in the division was the Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater uh, battle. And uh, they chose Bridgewater. Let's see if that choice uh, holds up or not. Uh, we'll see. I thought it was a little, little quick to pull the trigger on Drew Locke, but we'll see. Uh, the Ravens are at the Raiders uh, this one looks to be uh, a pretty pretty good matchup. Ravens are always a tough team, and the Raiders, I always feel like, uh, win more games than they should because they look like trash. So what do you guys think? I think the Ravens will win, but I think it'll be, again, interesting to see how different Las Vegas looks if they made any changes or not. I don't know. I kinda, I just want the Ravens to win at the same time. At the end of the season, if the Ravens are, you know, if they're with us going for that top spot, then if the Raiders can beat them in week one and, you know, give them a loss early, that I'd be okay with that too because I know the Raiders are going to fizzle out by the end of the season. So, right. You know, I don't even know if I have to speak because, you know, you just stole everything I was going to say. I'm kind of oh. hoping that the Raiders <laughs> win before because this reason is towards the end of the season – if we're kind of going, like I feel like it's going to be Raider or Ravens, Bills, Chiefs, not the, you know, in that kind of in that order of who's going to get the number one seed in the playoffs. 
And so I'm, I'm hoping for these teams to get some loss in the beginning. Cause like you said, Raiders are going to fizzle out. Um, Derek Carr is going to put on the um, eye shadow a little too eyeliner, a little too thick, you know, <laughs> one of his games. And so he's it's just a phase I, dad. Just a phase dad. <laughs> but honestly, it, this is going to be one of the games that it's going to come down to a last second field goal or last second touchdown. I think it's going to be a close game, but I'm actually excited it's on Monday so I can actually watch the Raiders play and see how they're going to look this season without the whole preseason thing. Um, and do you know what else is interesting about the Ravens? They've got a new practice squad member, former who's that? Kansas City running back, Le'Veon Bell. And how does that make everyone else – how does that make us look for not using him that much and getting rid of him? as well as the Jets trading him away, he's clearly confirmed down down the shitter. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Think, I think, uh, you know, I think they're eventually going to have to use him because they've lost, um, yeah. you know, Dobbins was supposed to be the feature back this year since they got rid of Ingram. Uh, and uh, he goes down to uh, a season-ending injury, season-ending injury. But, you know, I just think, I still think that, and this isn't a shot. I always say this because I always like to joke with Ravens fans. Uh, Lamar Jackson's their only running back. <laughs> and, uh, it's funny because it's true. Because this year it actually is true. He's the only one that will probably run the ball uh, effectively. Um, I think I think this is an interesting game because both these teams in different aspects are chasing the Chiefs. Ravens are always chasing the Chiefs as, as for for the conference positioning and stuff like that, and playoffs and stuff like that. And the Raiders are always chasing the Chiefs for the AFC West. So I think having this game off right off the bat, it's going to set the tone for the season for for whoever loses or wins this game. It's just it's just going to uh, the loser. It's going to make them that much harder to get behind the Chiefs. I think or, or get to get ahead of the Chiefs. So. Interesting yeah. matchup there. I uh, hate both teams. Hope they both lose. Wish there was a way that, that could happen. Hey, well, we've, <laughs> we've talked about this. You need to stop wishing death on other people. Yeah. I didn't wish no death. Okay. I just wanted them both to lose. I was just stopping it right before I got to that point. I'm I'm a, I'm a fan of Lamar Jackson and all of his running back abilities. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I hope he uh, doesn't break his leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Wink, wink. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Hey, governor. Uh, so, uh, on to the, uh, the main event. Uh, the you know Chiefs opened the season this week at home against the Cleveland Brownies. Uh, it's, it's, it's Patrick Mahomes. It's Baker Mayfield. It's uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. It's the duo of Hunt and Chubb. And, uh, you Big know, job. and, 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 uh, yeah. And, and yeah, on the defensive side and, oh. and, and actually, you know, that's a good point. Let me start off asking you this question. Did, first of all, did you guys see the comments from Jadon and Clowney about our interior linemen? They basically said that our guys like Joe Tooney and, uh, uh, our rookie, which, wow, he's drawing a blank on me now. Uh, <laughs> Trey, uh, Smith. Yes, Trey Smith says, said they were basically unathletic and uh, kind of calling out our offensive line, especially the interior guys. Uh, and what what do you think? Is that a good thing? Do you think that drives our, our offensive yes. line to do better, or do you think that intimidates us? I don't think it intimidates us. We are 
the we are one of the most dominant football teams in the past few years, and whenever someone comes to play for Kansas City, they know what we're going for. Therefore, a lot of these guys, you got the you got the vets that are on there, and then you got the three rookies. Well, the rookies, it might intimidate them a bit, but the veterans won't let that happen. If anything, it's going to just fuel their fire. Okay, what have you done lately, Clowny? I mean, seriously. You you were right. I I don't respect you like as as much as I used to. Whenever you were supposed to be this wrecking ball, nah, you're you're trash. You're right. just trying to get be played mind games. It's not going to work. So I right. I think they'll use it as motivation and just and they and they'll do it quietly. They'll just get the work done and he'll have a quiet game. Absolutely, Chad. Your thoughts? Hopefully, it pays out for him, Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> my th- my thoughts is it's the whole playground scenario sticks and stones may break my bones words never hurt you or whatever will it destroy is. you but the thing is with it yeah. when you hear the the team talking crap those words are going to cause some breaking or broken bones but it's going to be for the other team they're going to come out firing they're going to be they have something to prove my only fear is since we are a new offensive line put together that it would, might come across that we're going to have some uh-ohs and not not gel so much. So it's right. going to look like they're not athletic. But I think they're all athletic. I mean, I could take them all in a fist fight, but that's just because I'm faster than them. But, Obviously. Right. Yeah. I, you know, I, the more they would talk to Yeah. You wouldn't so, need your fists. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, just, I just hope this the this newness and, the like, that they haven't gelled quite yet. Uh, hopefully that doesn't affect our the the offensive line of the Kansas City Chiefs. So hopefully we'll be fine there. And I don't think the words are going to affect us at all. I mean, a- every team in the NFL are talking crap on us, but the only reason they're doing it because they're scared of us. Yeah, I think uh, I like that. I think I think that is that can be a concern when you have all new of all five new offensive linemen. I mean, uh, top to bottom, they are brand new to this organization. Bless um, you. There's a little bit of. Yeah. Thank you. There's a little bit of chemistry that has to come in, you know, with offensive linemen, and it's hard to build that in, you know, week one. So maybe, maybe there will be some hiccups. I do think, uh, I think I, I agree with the fact that Clowney just hasn't done much. So I don't know why he's really talking uh, all this crap. Miles Garrett should be talking crap. He's the better. He's the better defensive lineman. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> neither one of the none of them should say a word of trash. They lost to Chad Henney. In the playoffs, yep. they, they lost. They let Chad Henney throw on a fourth down to win the game to lose in the playoffs. That defense shouldn't say a word until they can stop a starting quarterback. So you know, to me, it's a, it's a little it's a little foolish. I think it'll be funny if we put Clowney on his ass, um, but but that's not what the Chiefs are. They're not that team. They're just going to go out and do their job. They're going to score points. And they're going to win, and and I think I think it's good. Is there any any other than the offensive line gelling and stuff like that? Do either of you guys have any concerns going into this game? Yes, I, I just don't want us to get. Oh, go ahead, Chad. Sorry, I've been kind you're, of just so, dominating that first uh, comment there. No, you're you're <laughs> good. The only concern is is you know they say history repeats itself, but eventually. You know, like we always win opening games. We we haven't lost, like you said, 2014. We always, since then, we have won every single opening game. When is that game right. going to be when we lose? That's when every time I go hear stats like that and I go into the game, I'm like, uh, hopefully this is not the game that 
is going to break that stat. Hopefully, we can keep this stat going and keep going. So that's like I call it. I don't wouldn't call it a curse. It's just I don't know what the word is. I guess I'll call it a curse, like a curse saying, "Oh, they won so many opening games in a row." I have to throw a loss in there, and that's what my concern is. It's just I don't know an omen. I don't know what the word would be, but defense wise, I think we're there. Um, if we were comparing quarterbacks for commercials, Baker Makefield would win the better commercial. But if we're playing, <laughs> yeah, I got, I'm with you. Yeah. But if we're playing football team, Kansas good. City Chiefs are the better team right now. I might fear the Browns later on in the playoffs. I think they're just going get, to get keep getting better and better. But I honestly, I I don't feel like it's the, their year. I still feel like Chiefs are going to go all the way. I'm saying it now. Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. But I, my only concern is I just hope that our stats don't bite us in the ass saying, oh, you haven't lost? You know, the stat god's going to come in and say, screw that stat up. If that makes any sense, tweet me if it doesn't. It does make sense. <laughs> Get at me, bro. I'll never respond, but tweet me <laughs> so, anyways. to you so go ahead my i wouldn't really call it a concern because i think that we've we're kind of changing our dynamic and how we play in the game you know we know we've got this high-powered offense but we learned that we can't just expect to go out there and score as quickly as possible every single time we got to have some of that that control ball control and so we kind of established the run game a little bit more. You know, we we improved at that um, whenever we drafted Clyde Edwards-Alaire. And I, I say all that to say this, my only real concern was to get caught on the wrong end of a shootout. You know, we've seen how those play out for us sometimes. And while we won a lot of those, there were some that we didn't. And Cleveland – has the ability to get into a shootout with us. I mean, they've got the offensive weapons just like we do, not to the same caliber that we do. But if we just try to go touchdown for touchdown for touchdown for touchdown, you know, it, and it comes down to that last possession, who gets the ball, um, that would concern me because then it's like a coin toss on who's going to win the game. So I think that, Obviously, we're going to be smart about this, and, you know, Andy Reid is one of the greatest coaches of all time for a reason. Absolutely. So we will be prepared, and I don't think we're going to put ourselves in a position that we are not ready to handle. So I still think that we're going to come out victorious, and any other year, this would have been one of those garbage first games, you know, right yeah. off the bat like we were saying earlier. But this year – yeah, definitely not the case because the Browns are definitely improved. So, well said. Which is Absolutely. good for them. Good to see. Yeah, but you know, yeah. it's kind of nice to see them change it up. So, not yeah. suck no, uh, the bud. Right, Cleveland. Cleveland had, in my opinion, the best off season of all thirty-two teams. Uh, they they went out. They got great free agents. They did really good in the draft. They've already got a pretty good roster. Uh, the main thing that concerns me for Kansas City is, and it only concerns me because I haven't seen it because it's, uh, you know, there's some new pieces there. Uh, stopping the run. We all know Nick Chubb, we've seen Kareem Hunt used to wear the red and, red and yellow. So, you know, we've seen him, you know, be a force. Nick Chubb can do it too. They're a really good running game. Um, 
you know, we're moving Chris Jones around on the offensive line, uh, and they're adding Jerron Reed to the uh, to the uh, middle there. And so I don't know. I haven't seen enough from him to know that he'll be able to stop that run. And the problem is, I don't think I don't think Cleveland's going to just all of a sudden run down our throats, and that's and that's how they win. I think it opens their playbook to allow more things like play action stuff like that if we don't stop the run efficiently. So that's where I'm a little nervous. I think they'll be okay. I think I think our defense is going to surprise you. I think I think that's going to be the most surprising unit of this team is the defense of the ball, especially on stopping the run. But uh, that's 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 um really good point this will be a good test for our defense see if we can stop the run against you know chode and and crunt or you know (laughs) (laughs) sorry that made me laugh i was trying that's how you know we're just giant teenagers because i started giggling immediately here's the thing I was like, I called him Chode, and I was trying to come up with a name for Hunt, and I and I've come up with one that I couldn't say. Well, there's one that rhymes. You, 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 yeah. you were supposed to. And I was like, oh, but no, it, this is, would be a really good test for our defense. See if we can stop. You know, you know, I can't even think of his name, but Chode, Chub, and um, Chub, whatever, whatever. What's his name? Help me out. Chubb. What? Kareem Hunt and Nick Kareem Chubb. Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Oh, I, said, I said Chubb. Okay. So it'll be a good yeah. good test for our, our defense to see if we can stop them, then I'm going to be really happy with our defense and then say, suck it, Jimmy, complaining about our defense. I was going to say, do you, Jimmy. Know, do you know who's never going to be satisfied with our defense? Jimmy. <laughs> suck it, Jimmy. <laughs> suck it, Jimmy. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I love you, brother. Satisfied Jimmy's mom. Hey, that's my mom, son of a... (laughs) No. Hey, Chad, what are you drinking over there? Uh, I'm drinking Crown. (laughs) What are you mixing with it? Sprite. Oh, that sounds good. (laughs) So so Sprite, okay. So Sarah asked me to go to the store the other day to buy six cans of Sprite, okay? Okay. It, It wasn't until I was on my way home that I realized I picked seven up. Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear goodness! Shame. That one's your fault, Chad. That is your fault. I walked you showed right me you were that. drinking Sprite. <laughs> he, he, did, he did. He drank right into that. <laughs> so, uh, closing closing out the game, uh, I'd like to say that uh, the Chiefs are five and a half point favorites uh, against the Browns at home. So that's that's good. Uh, Chad, I on the spot, give me a score prediction. Score! Oh crap! I didn't even think about score predictions. On spot, I'm going to say. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. Uh, Sean must have texted Steve, not me. <laughs> mm. uh, no, we just have intuition. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, okay, let's see. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it's going to be <laughs> Chiefs. I'm going to go with Chiefs. I like it. Steve? 28-17 Chiefs. Nice. All right, good. Uh, I've got 38-23. I think it's a high-scoring game. I think think the Browns get their 23. uh, They get get a lot of their 23 later. 
<laughs> I think I think garbage time swinging. playing comeback. Yeah, I, I I really do think the Chiefs come out swinging in this one just because. I mean, until until they don't, I can't believe otherwise. And and every year they do. They come out swinging that week one game, and uh, I think I think they'll do the same here. Um, you know, another thing another thing I'd like to do real quick before we close out, and I don't I, this might put Steve on the spot, but I think Chad's kind of prepared for it a little bit. Uh, Maybe. And I'll go to Steve because that'd be a dick move. No, uh, Steve, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, Steve, uh, go to uh, give me your. AFC champion and your NFC champion. AFC champion, uh, Kansas City. Obviously, Chad's already said they're going on the way, so that's a that's a no brainer. Yeah. NFC, dude, I don't know. Um, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go out on a limb, and I'm just gonna say it's gonna be Green Bay. Wow! Wow! Who wins? Who wins? Super Bowl? Yep. You already mm-hmm. know, son. I don't know. I Green like Bay? the Super Bowl one rematch, though. Yeah. Like no. It. Oh, I just want to make sure I'm, I was I'm on the right It's a rematch, page. but we win it. No, I said Green Bay, Sean. He's saying no to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, I was saying oh, no to Chad. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, sorry. I'll give you my my. Go ahead, thing. Chad. Give, give us yours. I've been reading a lot lately about, like, okay, I haven't been reading. People have been telling me what they've been reading. Because I don't read. I was gonna. But, okay. <laughs> yeah. But they, they've been. They're saying that they're predicting Tampa Bay is going to win it all again. And like, I'm sitting there trying to go back and forth, thinking like, honestly, I can see them being playing in the NFC Championship. And my hope was for a Green Bay Chiefs Super Bowl. And I know I said Chiefs would go all the way you know, in the beginning, but I was going to try to trick it up and say my real prediction. But I honestly, doing my research, I think Kansas City will be back in the Super Bowl. So now we're just, you know, D Ford offside for going four times in a row, but whatever. So I think we're going to go to the Super Bowl. And I really, I'm really hoping it's Green Bay because that'd be cool. But I honestly, I think it's going to be a rematch of last year's Super Bowl, Green Bay and Tampa Bay or Chiefs and Tampa Bay. And I think Chiefs right. will actually have the think, numbers. Yeah, I think I think that's the popular pick uh, to repeat. I think statistically, it's very unlikely. So I'm going to steer away from it just because of that reason. I don't think there's a team that's better than Tampa Bay in the NFC. Um, oh, AFC, I got the Chiefs. Right. <laughs> Chiefs go back third straight Super Bowl. Uh, there's not the, on on the other side of that on the on the AFC side. There really is not another team that can hang with the Chiefs. I don't think. I don't think anybody's done enough in the offseason. I don't think there's teams that are good enough. I don't think Buffalo's good enough. I don't think Cleveland's good enough. Um, as long as Patrick Mahomes is in his prime and we have all these guys under contract, nobody's going to be good enough for a while. And so I think they healthy. get back. Right. Yeah, hope, I think, hopefully everyone is, that's all, obviously, obviously that. So, But on the NFC, I'm going to go with a little wild card, and I'm going to take Dallas. I think, I think Dallas is the team every single year – so, so hear me out. Every single year, on paper, Dallas looks like the best team in the NFL. And then they go 8-8 eight and eight. <laughs> every single year. And, and I don't know what it is. I think maybe, you know, you, you, you've got Dak and he's healthy now. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, you've got Amari Cooper. And C.D. Lamb was a great draft pick for them as a receiver. I think, I think they have a very easy division. 
I think they win the division. I don't think they I don't think they're the one seed by any means in the NFC, but I think they scrap together three games and get get to the Super Bowl. I'll I think Dallas I is a uh, absolutely. I, I, I hear you. You know what? But you know what? I I don't think it sounds as far fetched because you know it's, it's become the big joke that Dallas is you know eight and eight. You know they're garbage every year. You know they haven't been to the Super Bowl since the nineties. But I benefited until until Dak like really devastatingly broke his entire leg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I benefited from him on, on my fantasy football team because he was putting up some huge numbers. Now, granted, a lot of that was garbage time, like trying to win the game by himself, basically. Right. But if they can, if they continue to get better, they really could be a contender. Maybe not this year, but if they can keep some of these guys under contract, then they, yeah. they, I could see it. I, I don't think it's too far fetched. Um, I say that now, but. I think by the end right. of the season, we, we we might still be laughing and be like, hey, remember <laughs> we'll, that time we'll Sean said? It, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And remember um, that time you actually kind of went with it, Steve? Yeah. Yeah. That's on me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I will say uh, to close that out, uh, Chiefs stomp a mud hole in them in the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, obviously. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Domination. Uh, My, yeah. Uh, Chad, what else you got? You know, I have a fear. Like, I think Chiefs will honestly go all the way, like I said. But I'm a, I'm two teams that I'm concerned about with the AFC that we're going to face in the AFC championship. It's either going to be the Browns or Tennessee Titans. I, I am not afraid of I'm not right. afraid of the Bills. I think that they're a joke. The Ravens, I we're they're not there yet. Tennessee, they're just I don't know. I I've, I'm from here, so or not from here. I live here now. Yeah, and, the hell you are. Yeah. I almost said <laughs> and the I, F I, you I are. see. <laughs> yeah. And I see, I see things going on there, and it's like I'm a little worrisome about them. But I got something for you, Steve. Oh what boy. did Tennessee? What? The same thing, Arkansas. <laughs> I get it. Stupid. I wish hey. I didn't get it. <laughs> hey, what do you call uh, Batman who skips church? What? Christian Bale. Oh. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that one. You're welcome. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't have any that aren't appropriate. So um, that's funny. Thank you. Uh, Steve, <laughs> you got another one to close that on real quick? Uh well, I just want to take a moment to thank you for explaining the word many to me. It means a lot. <laughs> That's it. That's we're going to close on that one. All right, guys. Wait, uh, wait. Hey, wait. What? I got, I, uh, you can't just do it like that. Hang on. I got something for you. Okay. Well. Chad's on crown. Hold on. How do you, how do you get a country girl's attention? Ow. A tractor. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay. That's Can I one. end it now, please? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Unless hey, Chad's uh, got any uh, more gold like that. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll tune in next week to recap the game and go into week two. Uh, and we'll do the third series, third section of the AFL series. And uh, until then, Chiefs fans, go Chiefs!
to the Chiefs Kingdom. You guys are world champions once again. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Arrowhead Live Podcast Network. Go Chiefs!